Welcome, my friends, to Scrimey Review, the MTG Advice Podcast. I'm Riley. I'm Dennis. And we're here to solve your problem and, and answer your questions with a special guest this week. It's Gabby Sparts. Hi, Hi, Gabby. Hi, I'm excited to be here. Thanks for coming along, mate. F- uh, famed Twitch streamer, uh, co-host, really, I say co-host, let's not insult you by saying co, let's just the host, the, the, the main talent of Magic FM, the only reason <laughs> that, that podcast really actually can, you know, do anything at all. Um, and CFB something or other? I don't Inf- know exactly. Influencer man, influencer marketing, influencer manager. Okay. Influencer yeah. manager. So you're not one of the fat cats like Dennis. Yeah, no, no, okay. Dennis. Uh, I don't appreciate this. <laughs> every time, every time. I mean, I have the graph, but like every time. Even so, so, De- so for those of you who uh, are up to speed on the SMAR deep lore, you'll know that we record this on a video call, so I can keep an eye mm-hmm. on Dennis, make sure he's not playing League on his second monitor. And I think this time to impress our illustrious guest, Dennis has instead made sure that he's got something that looks very much like work on his second monitor, which is a picture of the Stonks meme. So. Dennis, you're really I mean, dialed not, in today. The numbers are they're trending up. I don't know. I was going to say, Dennis, as far as I can see on the monitor, like the stonks are going up. So that's really this is moving. <laughs> Gabby's going to go back to President and CEO John Sasson and be like, "Look, Dennis is doing a great job. All I can see, <laughs> all I can, all see, I can see him stonks. doing, orange line, just stonks going straight up." Anyway, <laughs> wonderful to have you, Gabby. We're very excited. We've got a bunch of questions that have been sent in by uh, by revered listeners here, and we're going to get to them. But before that, little peek behind the curtain. Because every week, Dennis and I, I ask Dennis a question. I go, Dennis, what's going on at channelfireball.com this week? And then Dennis Mm -hmm. basically reads off an email that Gabby sends out every week telling Mm -hmm. us what's on it. The email's title is literally, what's cooking at Channel Fireball this week? We can skip the middleman here. Gabby, (laughs) what's cooking at channelfireball.com this week? from the tap. That's Um, it, man. Yeah, this week is box breaks, which I'm sure you guys have been talking about over the last couple of weeks. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think that's going to be any different. Uh, but box breaks are a really fun way for you to open product, sealed product with friends, where you yeah. would basically end up on a specific, um, like, color if you're in magic. So, like, you could end up in the color black if you're in magic. And then you would open really cool product. So, something like... Um, collector's boosters or set mm-hmm. boosters the stuff that has like all the foils extended borders or, or is a saga or, or is a saga legends packs yeah, stuff, stuff that you wouldn't n- normally like just buy on your own like no one's really out there going and buying an entire box of you know legends to crack at home i, 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 I hope they aren't <laughs> Um, but it's really cool that you can actually like get into the break by doing so, um, if you buy it through Channel Fireball. So like Dennis and I actually, we both bought into a Legends, uh, a Legends pack. And yep. what did you get, Dennis? You, you got, what did you get? I got a, I think I got the blue glyph. It's here somewhere. Yeah. I, I got a full package arrived from Channel Fireball, like full bubble mailer, everything with the single card in it for the blue glyph. But that's not the highlight of the pack, Gabby. Yeah, that was not. The funny thing is that Luis, who also was in the same pack, kept trying to say that Dennis was going to open, what is it, Kobolds of... Kobolds of Kerkeep. Of Kerkeep. Trying to put that bad juju on me, yeah. Mm-hmm. He wanted, that's what Luis wanted. And then, sure enough, that's what Luis opened, so... Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Laser-guided karma. Like, goes yeah, around, The universe works in around. mysterious ways. But that, that, um, is a, that is another aspect of box breaks, though, which is the, the, the pure schadenfreude of it all. Mm. I mean, many of you people will have watched Riley just well, whiff up a storm that's on what his I was, box break. I, I have a couple of questions about the box breaks. Obviously, you know, as you say, great way to open cards. Like, have a great time, all that sort of stuff. Now, do you rig all of them or just the ones that I'm in? <laughs> just the ones did you did you did you make out like a bandit? No, no, oh. I made out like a 
the opposite of a bandit. I made out like a, on a, a bank teller. A cop? Yeah, I made out like a cop. I did a, ter- I did a terrible job. I got, I got colourless, right? And I got a pyre of birthing pod garbage, tribal birthing pod, and a nothing else. Oh, no. I whiffed so bad. I, no, no, Gabby. I whiffed so bad, they changed the rules for the box breaks, and now colourless goes with white in Carlton because colourless is so bad. <laughs> That That's changed uh, the break after mine, I understand, because I whiffed so hard, dude. But uh, no, look, I get it. You know, you've got to maintain, you got to, I, I'm just some rinky dink nobody. <laughs> you know, you get Voxy on, you get Marshall on the beach. Yeah, you should, I was about to say, you should ask Marshall if you should, if you can borrow one of his foil goldspan dragons. There, exactly. There was apparently someone who is in a ton of breaks a couple of nights ago that mm. got into the g- green group and opened like four Vorinclexes. I saw triple like Vorinclexes, yeah. 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 Yeah, it was, it was ridiculous. It so was yeah, like apparently regular it's only rigged against you, Riley. Just against that's you. That's it. And you know, look, that, <laughs> that makes a lot of sense, right? Because that's going to generate buzz and heat as I tilt off mm-hmm. and rage about it on Twitter. You know, it's a really advanced marketing strategy from ChannelFiber.com. So if you want to sw- taste the sweet, sweet uh, flavor of, I mean... R- Riley tears? <laughs> Riley's tears as he gets his box breaks rigged. Channelfiber.com slash box breaks, probably? Yep, that's exactly it. And if you are shopping on there, you should use the code SMAR. That directly no, coup- supports... Coupon code night. Coupon code night. Yeah, we try to use coupon code night. That's, sorry, Gabby, we're just split trying to... the difference. Coupon code we're... Gabby. We'll just split the difference. Oh, do you have a coupon Gabby? code Gabby? No, don't do that. I w- so, yeah, we, we, we don't, we're trying to keep a, a, un, like, um, a unified branding, uh, uh-huh, uh-huh, um, uh-huh. I'm getting boxed out of my cut here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, well, you know, it, it, there's, there's two things. We're trying to maintain a unified branding front. And also, I'm trying to box Dennis out of his half of the smart thing by just saying coupon code. <laughs> Love night, it. Sorry, we're so. using the code Nate. Coupon code night. That's K-N-I-G-H-T. Spelled exactly the same way it is in his username and Twitter and Twitch and everything. Except I like it. with an I. Um, mm-hmm. And also, yeah, spelled how it sounds. What? N-I-T? Um, no, it doesn't work like that. No, N-I-T. Yeah, my, I, my, my, my half of the letters in my last name are silent. Yeah, it's Paul. You got a raw deal. Yeah. Anyway. Um, we got a lot of questions that were sent in. Thank you to all the listeners who sent in questions um, for Gabby. This is – there are some good ones, Dennis. There are some good mm-hmm. ones. Um, there are some real crackers. So so why don't we get stuck in, Dennis? you want to kick us off here? First question on the docket here is from Dr. Unks. Describe your listener. ideal post-pandemic Magic Fest. What are the new features you would want to add to the experience? What are some bugs that could be fixed? And what traditions should remain a relic of the past, like handshakes maybe? Uh, yes, big agree, I think, with the handshakes, where already already it's funny that I think the magic community had so many problems with the concept of Mm. the handshake anyway, (laughs) you know? Like every every couple of months, the the handshake debate would flare up again because, like, it's some in like round seven of a GP, some person wouldn't shake someone else's hand, and then that would be Reddit for the rest of the week. Yes, and it was like, only took a global pandemic, now we don't have to worry about it. (laughs) Yes, exactly. So, I think some other gesture is going to have to replace it. I think so. I was thinking, um, with Masha, we were talking about this, actually. We were saying either, like, a fist bump, which is a lot less, like, contact, or the socially distant, like, elbow clap, kind of. (laughs) They're both really weird. It doesn't really replace a handshake. Handshaking is also really weird, though, when you think about it. Hey, let me, let me grip. Can I, can I just grip your hand for a little bit? Can I just touch? (laughs) Let's, let's press our hands against each other very briefly. And shake them. Not too hard and not too long. Yeah. Yeah, Just like a little shake. Because that is a little bit. Yeah, I so I, I think something's gonna have to replace that. I think the like fist bump is probably like maybe like a kind of like a high five, but not actually touch hands. Like I certainly would be pretty paranoid about touching hands with people at a, a yeah. tournament. I at expect this point. 
a ton of awkward nods. Yeah, it's like, ah, good game. Okay. Thumbs up. (laughs) A a bow from the shoulders up. Yeah. Yeah, A mm -hmm. a weird half shrug. I wouldn't mind a glove slap in like a old Western, like, challenge you to a duel kind of way. Oh, I like that. I think that's you just beat someone. You hit them across the face of the glove to say good game. Yeah. Well, no, I mean at the start. Like I know, like in the Yu-Gi-Oh ah, tournament rules, for example, yeah. your match can't start until you shake until you shook hands. Oh, is that true? Which I assume they'll be changing. Yes, yeah, that's, yeah. That, that rule's changing for sure. It is in the rules that you have to shake hands. Anyway, Magic Fest 2.0. What else are we? What are we adding? What are we getting rid of now that I we've got a the- bit of a. The biggest thing for me would just be hand sanitizer stations everywhere. Like, Mm -hmm, I I wonder how people are going to feel about other people shuffling their decks, because that's a really Mm. big part of, like, competitive play is you shuffle your deck, then you present it. Mm -hmm. And then they shuffle it, too. uh, And 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 you're supposed to shuffle, not even just cut. That's what um, I'm saying. In, in professional REL, not not I think in competitive it's fine, but in professional REL, definitely you, you have, have to shuffle. shuffle. You yeah. have to shuffle. I think there's an easy solution to this. What? So you get one of those like money can machine money machine canning things, right? Hmm. And you feed your deck into it. It runs it through. It shuffles it. And look, maybe sometimes some of the cards get bent, some of them get destroyed. But you just put it right next to like the Channel Fireball vendor booth. Yeah. And then we're all, it's all fine. Everything's yeah. no problem. You buy, buy a, you know, it destroys your timer gloves. You buy some new gloves right there. No problem. no problem. Not a problem. Easy. Card shuffles at every table. But can you imagine as well, like, because I was talking about this with my chat and in my stream. I was like, oh, you know, everyone will just have to use hand sanitizers. But then you're getting hand sanitizer all over your deck when people shuffle it. Yeah, but that evaporates like that. Yeah, but it's still not, like, there's going to be residue and stuff, it's, right? Like, It's not ideal, no. for sure. But, I mean, what else are you going to do, right? I don't know. I, I think that part is challenging because I think it is part of the culture of magic. And as you've mentioned, like actually required in competitive REL to shuffle mm. another person's deck. I don't really want their hands on my deck to be. Maybe it's like a hand sanitizer before you shuffle, then shuffle. Oh, geez. <laughs> Shuffling in modern and legacy gets even longer. Now you have to f- do a full Every time you fetch. decontamination. <laughs> well, maybe it's just at the beginning of the match, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Something like the- that. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure they'll figure something out, but that that, that definitely has to change. Anything else though? Like, what what were some of the worst things about Magic Fest that maybe we could we could try to fix? I mean, the food, but I don't know that there's fixing yeah, that. We have having worked on the team that organized that. There is nothing you can do about the the old nine dollar uh, convention hot dog. Which I would I would so gladly pay at this point. I am like so looking forward to getting some chicken tenders and French fries and go to a Grand Prix and go like oh two drop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. What I think is going to change is I think we're going to have a lot more best of one. I uh, I could see that. Yeah. That already started happening before it's going to start getting canceled. But like yeah, best there, of one drafts. There were a couple of like best of one G. There was like a one or two best of one GPs before they all went away, right? I think there was, there was a ne- never in a main event. S- never in a main event. No, Wizards oh. definitely wouldn't let us do that. I don't think. I don't think the, the REL allows for it. But um, there, was there were definitely event. side events. Side event, best of one. Yeah, sure. I, I mean, I, I mean, I love best of one. I love. It. I know. I'm. I, I know. This is very like, hey, fellow kids, with me trying to fit in with all the magic zoomers. <laughs> but like, I, I, I love best of one. I'm not smart enough to sideboard. Who's got? To, listen, I envy all the people who sideboard. Like, I wish I had that kind of time. You know, I wish I had enough hours. In, there's not just not enough hours in the day for me to sideboard, mate. <laughs> I can't believe it. Like I know this is a total pivot, but something that I desperately miss on Arena, that, and this is related to writing and actually playing League of the Mother, is you can't double queue like you could on Magic Online, and I really do miss that. You like double queuing? I love double queuing. You're an animal. And not even, and not even like because on Magic Online it was like almost necessary because you spent so long waiting for drafts because you know you had an eight person pod and you just like oh before you, leagues, yeah, 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 of course, before yeah. leagues, yeah. Yep. But I would just play two games. Oh, it's 100%. 100%. 
Yeah, I can't Almost? say. I can't say. I cannot double queue. It, it no, is not. No, I can't not, do it either. No. It's not in my capacity. I I play too slow. Yeah, I don't have the sufficient brain wrinkles to. Dennis is one of those people, though, <laughs> Gabby. You probably know this from working for working with him. Um, uh, Dennis is one of those people who has the capacity to do many things at the same time to a competent level. He's well, that's Luis all over too, right? Yeah, I mean, he he non-jokingly had a triple Q emote that eventually was removed from his channel a long time ago because mm. eventually they introduced leagues. And with leagues, you didn't need to be like double queuing anymore. But back when you have to do pod play, yeah. if you wanted to be in two matches at the same time, you just had to be double queuing 100%. So it would turn mm. into like double Q, triple Q streams. <laughs> Run it up. Um, unbelievable. I don't, yeah, I, I don't, don't know how people do that. I can't. I Here, okay. Not. Here's an idea. GPs, double Qs. So what you we do, right? We talked about that. But that right. happened. That's, that, that's, actually, discussion. Ha- that's actually what? happened before. When we had flights at GP London, when we yeah. tested that you could do multiple entries in the same day, someone asked what happened if they entered two flights at once, which is to say like flight one is in round three, I'm yeah. entering flight two. Yeah. And we were like, no. We were like, well, we were like, I think the official ruling is like, yes, but the second you don't show up for a match, you still get like, a match loss. We're like, not making any concessions for it. Okay, here's my idea. Let me pitch this to you guys, okay? Here's the idea for Magic Fest 2.0 double queuing. You have one area that is cordoned off for the double queue zone, okay? Mm-hmm. And each of the tables is set up so as there's only... So usually it goes row of chairs, table, row of chairs, mm-hmm. break. Row of chairs, table, row of chairs, break. Mm-hmm. In this one, it goes tables, chairs, tables, chairs, tables, chairs. And every person, right, you sit on table A, you play against your opponent on table A, and then behind you, there's table B. And so mm-hmm. you do turn here, you turn around 180 degrees, go back to the other table, double queue on that one, and you go between the two things. So the way this works <laughs> is every every second row is a row of double queuers who are on like swivel office Yeah, yeah, chairs. I was going to say it's a swivel no, no, chair, no. right? So you go forward Everyone's and then you switch it. back. <laughs> I guess except for the outside rows, everyone is double queuing. All the way down. Because you I, double queue. I, I can hear the printer that runs the like pairings just like yeah. <laughs> whirring up and smoke. It's going to be a fire hazard, yeah. yeah. You know, it's a logistical the, possibility. There there was one Pro Tour Grand Prix a long time ago, um, and I'm pretty sure this happened to Paul Rietzel, where he, mm-hmm. I believe, top-aided the Grand Prix, but it was yep. going to be happening at the same time that the Pro Tour was happening, and they were at two different venues. So he actually had to do, like, the typical... It just sounds like straight out of a rom-com or something, right? Of like, Two dates, yeah. Yes, have to go to play one match, go to the other place, play the second match run back to the first place, see how late he was so he could keep playing and try to win the Grand Prix and like still play in the Pro Tour. It's really great. So degenerate. It's amazing. Like there's some of the stories that come out of this sort of stuff. And then these days it's like, oh yeah. And I was playing arena and I forgot something in the oven and it burnt. And so I had to cook a second (laughs) dinner. Wild, right? Crazy. Oh, one day. All right. Our next question comes to us from DC Rainer. We've all heard the stories about living with the CFB team. Now we, we need the real tea. What is it like living with the most illustrious member of the bandwagon? Jules seems like a drama queen on the outside, but what is she like off camera? <laughs> are you are you going to dish for us here, Gabby? This, this question's great. <laughs> yes, she is. Oh, my God. So for those who don't know, Jules is your dog. Jules is my dog. And yes, okay. And when Luis and Matt Nass started recording the bandwagon, um, mm-hmm. we used to record it in person. This is before COVID. So mm. they used to sit on a couch and then the dog being the dog just used to, you know, jump on the couch and then she, was, she, she became the third co-host of the bandwagon. And now, now even now that we're recording it socially distant, um, the beginning of the episode is usually, 
you know, Matt Nass and Luis on two separate cameras and then like me holding the dog off camera so she has like a two second appearance at the beginning. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> there'd be a riot. There'd be a riot otherwise, right? Right. Um, I mean, you had to kick Jules out immediately before recording this. Yes. The, the, the first thing that happened, I was like, hey, Luis, can you please crate the dog? And he's like, no, I'm going to take her, you know, out on a walk. But she's, 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 I love this dog, but she could be crazy. <laughs> she's an involved dog. Yeah. yeah. Very much so. I, I kind of wish I had a dog, dude. I have a cat, and I think the cat could care, couldn't care less whether I live or die sometimes, honestly. Straight that's, up. That's, Dennis, that's that cat experience, the, right? You have the most dog-like cat in the world. That is actually very true. <laughs> but he doesn't like me anymore. Oh, like, what's happened? What have you done? Well, the allegiance You're, has changed. Yeah, he just, the, like, plays with the kids in the neighborhood. Every morning, he, like, goes oh, out the right, window, yeah, and I yeah. assume they go and, like, solve mysteries together yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> Oh man! Do you have any pets, Riley? No, no, I don't, because I'm in uh, in a rental place. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I'm not, not like old Moneybags over here with his okay. uh, his his right. four stout brick walls that he owns every uh, every bit of brick and mortar. And no, I, no, I'm not. <laughs> I think you'll find the bank person. owns every inch of this house for like another like m- many many years. All right. Well, well, it must be nice, Dennis, to have high place contacts in the banking system. You know, just buying houses <laughs> for you must be really nice. <laughs> Um, no, I wish, you know, I'd, I'd, lo- I mean, I'd, I'm planning obviously to, to move back to Australia one day. And when I do, I'm, oh, I'm going to go mental. I'm going to get a cat. I want to get a, to- I want to get a tortoise. <gasps> Exciting. Um, Jamin, one of the arena boys, he, um, his girlfriend has tortoises and they are. Plural? They, she got two. They are the best. They're so cute, dude. They're so cute. And like. I, I had a pet tough. tortoise when I was they a kid. Escape. They're super sweet. Yeah, they're they're real, like, yeah. and they, you like feed them little strawberries, bits of bits of lettuce. They're great, man. I'm I'm into it. Um, and Megan wants to get a bird. Megan's very very into birds, so I think we might get like an outdoor aviary and and get some birds out. In that there. That would be so cool. Yeah, like a big <laughs> walk in one. You know, birds a live forever, outdoor- though. You got to watch it because there's some they, birds that live like longer than yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, they live I don't know if they yeah. live forever if you keep them outdoors in Australia. I don't know if that's necessary. Okay, well, I mean, we'll they'll be they'll be you know we'll keep them safe from the from from the predatory wildlife. We'll keep them safe from the cat mainly. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm not, I'm not too worried about like alligators. It's more the cat, right? Yeah, the cat. It's just a little snack. It's like, why, do, why would you let me into the, the pantry you have here with all this food? <laughs> for me? Um, but yeah, Jules seems like a real drama queen. Is she like that off camera? Yeah, she absolutely is. It's funny. The dog is so like she just thinks she's the center of attention for everything. Mm-hmm. So if there's for ever sure. any other attention being paid to anybody else, she just tries to get in the middle. I have a attention chinchilla. Is a zero sum game. Totally uh, for her, it totally yeah. is. I have a chinchilla. Um, that I've had since I graduated college. She's like 11 years old. And whenever I do anything like remotely interact with her or give her like a treat or anything, mm. she goes and starts barking at her and like scratching at her cage. Wow. <laughs> My dog is neurotic. Very, very possessive pet. Yeah, mm. she totally is. Now, obviously, I know, what a chin- I know what a chinchilla is, but Dennis was actually asking me the other week what a chinchilla is because he doesn't know. So would you mind just explaining to De- I know. I mean, I know what a ch- What is a chinchilla? <laughs> just for Dennis's sake. <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. Chinchilla is. I'll, like- I'll handle this one, Gabby. It's like it's like a little rodent. It's got little mousy ears. If you imagine like a mouse that stands on two feet, it's kind of like yes. that kind Sounds of very shape, basically. Right? I'm just, I mean, I'm I obviously know what a chinchilla is. I'm just going to remind Riley myself. No of it. Chinchilla. <laughs> if you like, okay, chinchilla. It's, like a, it's a, very it's cute. A, do you do you remember town, the card? Like it's a town in Queensland. Jerboa? Do you know the card Canyon Jerboa oh. from like two sets ago? It's yeah. very it's much like that. That's it's what like a she fat, looks wrinkly like. mouse. Yes, she's yeah. like a really. She's like a like a long tailed bunny. 
She's pretty they've, large. Oh, they've, they're very cute. She's 11 years old, yeah. Well, how, she's how always been that size. I guess like, when I got her and she was a baby, she was small, but... Could you hold a chinchilla in, like, one hand or two? Yeah, you hold them in one hand. You can hold them in one, one hand. hand. Though, really, like, they're kind of skittish. Like, they kind of get all over the place. So when you hold them, you kind of hold them, like, with both hands like this. I didn't know She's the sweetest was... thing. I've had her for so long. I didn't know this was an animal. It's like Are when they Megan... so cute? They've got like very cute. super cute ears and like big fluffy tail. They make coats it's... out of them because they're really soft. Oh no. It's really it's like sad. When, um, the Megan ratio me... of chinchillas to coat is it's bad. Really bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when Megan told me about the animal, the pine marten. Do either of you, have you either know what a pine marten is? No it's idea. Like, is it like a vole? It's like a weird kind of like rodent vole thing. It's like a very, very long weasel. It's like a weasel yeah, that's a, been racked. Weasel, yeah. Interesting. Um, and apparently they're really common. I just never heard of them. I'm glad you didn't. I, I'm glad you haven't heard of them as well, Gabby. I feel less weird. Yeah, yeah I've never I heard of them. I, like, I, love, I love that it's called a pine martin. It implies that there's like a pine Jonathan and like yeah. a pine Vincent. You yeah, know? exactly. <laughs> this one's the pine martin. Anyway, our next question one. Uh, this one comes to us from John Caltaldo Dennis. What are some of the best and worst things from your full time streaming career? That's a really good question. Um, this is interesting, too, because I'm sure Riley can weigh in on some of these as well. Uh, I think as far as best, just getting to play magic or like games for fun and just getting to do that on your own schedule is just mm-hmm. the best part of it. Um, mm-hmm. and also, I, I have always prioritized the community around streaming. Community so was, uh, that's that would be my, my answer for sure. Yeah, yeah it's just so nice because it's I mean, you make friends with everybody who comes to your yeah. stream. So like the fact that you get to see them every day and they get to come on, on their own schedule, but come hang out with you and you get mm-hmm. to experience all these games, whether they be magic, something else um, together is like the coolest thing. As far as worst things. For me, almost always was the fact that with um like a lot of content creation and streaming, if you're not streaming, you feel like you're kind of getting behind. And that's a level of anxiety that is not, it's not nice. Um mm. I think this happens a lot of times with people who are independent contractors or people mm. who are doing content creation. It feels like it's supposed to be a grind. And to some degree, it is. Like to some degree, the time that you are not working or streaming is time that you're kind of falling behind so it makes it difficult to to do things like i'm just gonna go on vacation and totally unplug and do that stuff like you do feel that guilt of like having to be live for for long periods of times and not feeling like you can step away from it too much i would say that that's like the worst thing about it there's some days where like you don't really want to have a screen on you Mm. or you're just not feeling it and sometimes we just power through that. I, I would say that's it for me, Riley. I'm actually curious to see what you would say. Uh, I, I have a slightly different worst thing, but I can definitely relate to what you're saying there. One of the things that I um, really find challenging is whenever I'm playing a game, I'm like, I should be streaming this. You know, mm. it's like, well, oh, no, I just yes, wanna... I have totally, I totally feel that. I just want to play this to just to enjoy it myself. It's like, well, I should be streaming it like it's free, right? But it's tough because then, you know, you, I, I don't know. I know. And the other thing is, yeah, like just the hours. Of, you see people who stream like 40, 50, 60 hours a week because I don't know how they do it. I can't do it. I do about 20 to 25. and The croakies of the world. The cro- yeah, I mean, I mean like, even I, Voxy I was- and Amy are there every day, dude. Like... I, I, I'm the same, Riley. I, I actually consciously like didn't do... I, I was doing like 25 hours a week or so because... Mm. I, I also think that the time that you spend it related to stream stuff off stream is actually really valuable because I think mm-hmm. there's the approach of just go pedal to the metal and only ever focus on that. And that can certainly work, but there's a ton of stuff that you can do outside of just what you're doing while you're mm-hmm. live that also helps improve your content and mm-hmm. helps with all the other like metrics that you care about. So I don't think it's just about jamming, but certainly can feel like, like you're on a, 
you know, hamster wheel sometimes with it. And like you, if, yeah, you're wasting content if you're not producing it all the time. Yeah. The other thing I find really challenging is just how arbitrary it can be sometimes. Like you put out stuff that doesn't hit and then you put out bad stuff and it hits or like, you know, you'll stream to 400 people one night, same time, same place. The next time it's 150 and it's like, you're Why? like, oh, I have no idea. Yes, I don't I- know what is. I don't know what's behind this. You know, so the 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 feeling of like lack of control. Like, I don't work hugely hard. I'm I'm I put a moderate amount of work in, I guess. But like, it's frustrating to feel like it doesn't matter how much work you put in. The result is kind of semi random. It almost feels like, and that's something I don't I don't like feeling like. I mean, I'm not in complete control of my destiny. I totally feel that. I, I actually think there's a parallel here to what professional magic feels like to a lot of people. And yeah. uh, mm-hmm. part of the things that are challenging about it is that I think we grow up thinking that if you put a lot of work into something, you will eventually reap those rewards, right? It's yep. like you you reap what you sow. And with content creation, I think there's a huge element of luck, kind of like you mm-hmm. said, that where you make this piece of content and you pour your heart and soul in it and like... Nobody watched it. And then you made this other like really low effort thing and it just popped off. And you're like, okay, well, that comes to show how much I know about what people wanted to see. What's the lesson here? Yeah, I I don't have a lesson here. And it's kind of true with magic too, where like you can pour hours and hours and hours into competitive magic to get better and Mm. not be not like win a Grand Prix, not qualify for the Pro Tour. And it's not this linear trajectory that a lot of people are used to because that's kind of how it works in school. Where mm. this just doesn't hold here, and it can be frustrating to to deal with both sides of that. Yeah, it's tough, but I mean, as you say, the good things outweigh it. The community, the playing video games for a living, you know, the all that sort of stuff. It it it, it makes it oh, feel worth it. So. I, I think as far as jobs, it's like totally a dream job. But yeah. I do think that people sometimes think it's just like the most perfect thing ever, and there's definitely some downsides that maybe are less visible because. I don't know. You see when people are live and streaming and doing their fun thing, you don't see the days when they're like struggling with it or yeah. frustrated mm-hmm. about why, like you said, like, why do I have so many viewers tonight? But I didn't last time, you know, who knows? Um, mm. Overall, it's like a pretty awesome thing, though. I, I mean, I still stream a ton. I love streaming. I think it's awesome. Another question here. Related, uh, an- I think. Another streaming question. Yeah, that comes to us from Ethan from the Lords of Limited podcast. Uh, Ethan Sachs, Lord Tupperware, who asks, I think the skills and the talents for streaming come more naturally to some than others. Gabby always makes interacting with chat or playing or being a leader in the community seem effortless. Are there any frustrations behind the scenes or lessons that you would teach Gabby streamer of the past? So like where we get the Gabby Sparks two-step program to streaming success. <laughs> streaming success. Well, for the yeah, low and- price of nineteen ninety nine a month. And and what would you go back and, and change? Like, what would you go back and tell Gabby from like five years ago? This is such a great question. Uh, I, for me, this was true for me, and I know it's different for everybody, and I'm actually super mm-hmm. curious what you would say for yourself, Riley. Um, I always thought, I kind of like got this idea in my head of what I should be streaming or what I should be doing, and I thought that that's what I should do. And I didn't really pay attention as much to what I thought I would enjoy doing more. And as a consequence, I ended up doing at least in the beginning of my stream, doing a lot more stuff that I didn't find that fulfilling because I thought it's what I should be doing. And that's back when I cared a lot more about competitive play. And so I was like grinding. I was trying to play in PTQs. I was trying to play standard. And at the end of the day, it turns out that I never cared about engaging with any of those things. I've never Mm. really been one for competitive magic, right? I can say that now 
seven or eight years maybe nine years after i started playing magic but back when i first started and all my friends were in that like vibe and they were all like playing in ptqs and stuff i felt like i should be doing the same and then when i pushed that onto myself thinking that's what i should be doing on my stream it turns out i didn't enjoy it as much because i was playing leagues to try to queue for like the qp stuff that you get on moto and like you know and then also I'm sure it happens to you too, Riley, but it is common to get ghosted. And when you get ghosted and you're playing in a competitive event, it's super frustrating. I don't care at all if I get ghosted most of the times. But if Mm. I get ghosted when I'm playing for something that matters, I like really don't like it. Mm. And so I think what I wish I would have known back then is, hey, do whatever seems fun. It doesn't have to be what you think that you should be doing or the thing your friends are doing. Like you don't have to be, you don't have to be doing it like that for you to still enjoy what you're doing. And then as soon as I let that go, just I loved streaming so much more. Riley, do you want to get a little real? I mean, you can, we, can, we can get a little real if you want, Dennis. Uh, Riley's, like, this is related to what you just said. Riley's been talking to me later about how he, feels, how he feels basically, like, trapped by magic. Yeah. I mean, I, um, I, I feel like whenever I don't, whenever I, like, I want to stream other games that are magic, but the numbers are terrible when I do that. And I'm like, well, you know, it, it never feels worth it because I should just stay with the, the high ev plays yeah, just stream only magic, just stream magic but i've tried to ignore that recently and been, i've been playing this other game breath edge this survival um this like survival crafting game and i love it man it's great you know the i have a third of the people watching me but i have a better time and it is hard like it it, it people are like oh just stream what you want do what you want but it's hard because like as you're saying there, gabby you've got one part of it's being like you should be doing this and then a part of you it's saying like well, no, you should be doing the opposite and you can't reconcile the two and it's they're both voices that are inside the one head so it can be it can be really tough right yeah i so i i can relate to that so much riley because i've mm. totally been there too where when magic is good and you know like i love cube that's like the thing that i love the most in magic when a cube is out i will not play anything else i don't care mm. to because i love cubing yep. but then there's tons of times where like the format's stale the standards bad the the draft format wasn't fun and it's just mm. like wow i don't really want to play magic right now like what should i do you go play a different game you get a third of the viewers a fourth of the viewers right yeah. and it just feels like huh am i wasting my time because i'm playing this different thing mm. and what i what i started doing is i started kind of integrating variety days or like variety times into my schedule where it was like you know what this is just time that i'm going to set aside because i want to play something different and you know, I, I'm going to let the community know that this is an expectation. Like, this is going to be a day that I'm not going to be playing magic. Don't come to expect it. And if it's not a game that floats your boat, that's fine. I want to do yeah, it for, for my own you. mental sanity. Yeah, exactly. And like, that really yeah. helped me out. I, that's sort of where I'm getting to as well. It's just like, I just need to incorporate this sort of stuff into like into an actual plan rather than doing it as a kind of ad hoc. Oh, I'm, I'm sneaking it in. Like, this is actually. Planned, do you run the so. danger then of making it feel like playing magic is eating your vegetables though? A little bit, but realistically, at least for me, I like, I love magic. It's still my favorite right. game. So when, when the format's good or when like the new draft set is out or when cube is out, that's just what I would have been like. Well, that's what I would have wanted to do anyway. But just to like keep things different. I mean, this is back when I was streaming five times a day or sorry, five times a week. So it was also like, Hey, it's totally fine to have one day in here. That's just dedicated to playing. I don't know. I want to play Hollow Knight. Let's play Hollow Knight. And actually some of the dead by daylight, dead by daylight. Some of the, some of the best stream memories over like all the years that I've streamed are actually when we were playing these different games. Mm. Well, just because it's a little bit different. Yeah. Yeah. It mixes things up. So yeah, I'm heading down the same path. I'm, I'm trying to. 
give myself permission more than anything else to like do something that as Dennis put it isn't the isn't the high EV play and mm-hmm. um yeah that's good I'm I'm it's good to hear that you're like you're I would give like baby Gabby this advice as a streamer I'm like ah good this is the advice because it's a cheat code for me I get to skip the years and years that you you know I get to benefit from the wealth of experience that you have so that's that's actually very useful and, and I'm sure there are other people like that who are gonna um, I think benefit from that sort of perspective I totally agree Riley and I also think yeah making the high V play like I understand wanting to make the high V play but I also think that streaming is a marathon not a race and so mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. I have seen so many people burn out throughout the years because they just went pedal to the metal as soon as it started streaming and then a year later they were like actually i hate it (laughs) you know and they stopped streaming altogether and i i think you don't really get to that point if you allow yourself to like give yourself permission to enjoy like streaming a variety of things or not playing magic when you don't feel like it or you know like this game that you're playing right now that you're having a fun time doing maybe not everybody from your stream is going to show up for it but the people who do like it's a really fun time to play with them and they're the real fans as well (laughs) They're the real fans. They're the ones in the trenches grinding yeah. through all the garbage streams. Well. So they're, the, they're the real fans. We've got a question from the other half of the Lords of Limited here. This one comes to us from Mr. Metronome, Ben, um, uh, who asks, what is CFB's best podcast? And supplementary question, why is it smart? So thanks very much, Ben, on so ben, many let me, know, let, me know, let me know if your check arrived, actually, Ben. That'll be, that'll be yeah, yeah, let us know. Because that, sure. that came straight out of the coupon code SMAR money. So <laughs> <laughs> we don't have wasted that. Um, I don't know if you have a response to this, Gabby. This is a pretty, I mean, this is a slide upon your honor. Are you going to take this from, are you gonna take this from Ben? I, I think that Mr. Metronomes knows what he's talking about. <laughs> oh, I wasn't expecting that. I was trying to I mean, stir up to some be drama. Fair, I mean, to be fair, to be fair, in Gabby's defense, Magic FM is a much smaller part of her repertoire than Lords of Limited is of Ben's. So this is a slide against himself more than it's a slide against Gabby. <laughs> oh my yeah. God, that's right. Because they are a CMP podcast too. Yeah. <laughs> this was me trying to be so slick and just like, Right, right. It. But yes, you're right. Actually, he kind of like uh, that was like a self. This is a, this is a self dunk more than a Gabby dunk. Yeah. This is the this is the, the a huge pyrrhic, not even a pyrrhic victory. It's just a pyrrhic defeat. He's like, all right, I'll sacrifice a little bit of equity in order to have a go at like at, you know, I'll, I'll stir the pot a little bit. As so it's like, no, well, you just fell in the pot there. Well, 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 you played yourself. Well I love done. It. That was really well good. Done, all right, let's move on to the next one here. We got another question here from Montalero the Wise. How do you describe what you do to people who don't know what Twitch is and barely know what magic is? I'm oh so my interested God, to hear that's your, a really I'm so good, interested. I really want to hear because I mean we've all got the answer. We've all all these nerds, we've all got the answer, but I really want to hear what you've got to say, Gary. Oh this is God. a great question. So so it's like a, a couple step process to try to understand like how far along they are. If they don't mm-hmm. know what magic is, I kind of compare it to like poker a little yep. bit. You know, like it's a strategy game. Half chess, half poker, yep. Yeah, half chess, half poker. That's a comparison I do too. Um, if they don't know what Twitch is, I say, do you know YouTube? So they always say yes, because mm-hmm. who doesn't know YouTube? And I say, okay, so you know how YouTube is to pre-recorded videos? Like you can find anything that was been pre-recorded there. Twitch is like that for live videos. So people are live streaming themselves doing stuff, usually playing games, but even people are doing stuff like um live streaming cooking live streaming them doing carpentry and like building yeah, chairs arts and crafts yeah arts and crafts that sort of stuff and this is basically me playing that game that is a combination of chess and um and poker live stream for other people to watch and they get to chat in real time that is my like broad explanation and i just explain it as it being kind of like a show so there's commercial breaks or sponsors 
and the main attraction is just playing the game. How do you guys do it? Well, one thing that always baffles me about this as well, because especially amongst older generations, is it like, why, why would you sit there and watch someone else playing a video game? Why wouldn't you just play it yourself? And it's like, have you ever watched a football match? Mm. That usually shuts them up pretty quick. Well, that's different, though, because usually you watch people who are good at football when they play football matches. Yeah, that's well, then they watch, well, they watch my stream because they want to watch someone <laughs> who's, you know... Mm. you know, <laughs> trying to... Um, do you know what I do, Gabby? I ignore the question and change the subject usually. And if I'm in like an Uber and they're like, oh, so why are you going to the airport? Where are you off to? I'm like, yeah, just a conference for work. What do you do? Online marketing. I never want to talk about it, man. It's never worth it, dude. So like- I, I feel that because I often will say like, oh, yeah, I just work in online marketing. And if yep. I don't feel like talking about it. Because no one wants to know in- about that job. If you actually get into it, that's how I would explain it. Like when somebody actually tries to understand like what's going on, what's actually going on there. But most of the time people can't fathom that this is like a mm. real job. Like that's, that's it. They're, they're yeah. just like, I don't, this doesn't sound like it's a real thing. I think that's going away. I think if you tell people now you're like, you're like a YouTuber. I think every, most people would know what that is. Yeah, that's probably true. I, and I, this has been changing. different. Yeah. I just like if someone says that though, if someone's like I'm a YouTuber, I put that on the same level as I'm an Instagram model, you know? It's like, okay, are you really? You know? Like <laughs> Or or is it or like or like I'm an actor but a waiter? Like do that. Yeah, that, that I, I feel like it's that sort of thing. Because anyone who is an actual YouTuber say they're a content creator. Yes. Yeah. That's true. I, so I don't I know. Also, or I also they'll tell you they work in online marketing because they yeah, don't want to talk, they don't about, want to talk oh, yeah. about it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I also feel like people are so used to making fun of like the term influencers that I also like never yeah, want to attach that to anything I do. So I'd, no, no, yeah, no, I'd yeah, I try to accept your accept your job title. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess. All right. Good beats. <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> right, no, I think it's like, more about like self-ascribing yourself as an influencer. Like, what do you do for yes. your work? And you're like, I'm an influencer. That is kind of cringy. It's just yeah. like, what? What do you, but like, what though? <laughs> the, the sun's really setting on that as well, by the way. Like, um, Megan used to be quite into that sort of scene and she was, she's, she's got a little Instagram account, that sort of stuff. And she was like picking up followers and whatever. She's like, Oh, wouldn't it be cool if like, you know, a company, I don't know, wanted me to flog their jewelry or flog their whatever, right? Like, she was like, I'd, I'd snap that off in a second. But she, it, even just since I've been with her in the last couple of years, there's been a real trend away from that sort of stuff. And a real trend is like, oh, if this is being pushed at you on you by a, some like Instagram mark, marketer influencer, it's probably a shitty product. Mm. So there's like a stigma attached to that sort of stuff now because it has to be very like, um, uh, the the influence it can't just sort of be you know hashtag sponsored posts that that people have bought and paid for on on Instagram that that stuff just again it makes people cringe you know there's it, yeah. the, the approach is, is 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 very different these days yeah you know Instagram has also just been changing a lot of stuff on their platform about how this works as well uh, even mm-hmm. to the point where they they have now hidden I, I think this may have not rolled out for everyone yet but it has rolled out for a bunch of people where. You can't see how many likes a post got. Like it just says, yep. like if I if I post something and you two like it, it'll say liked mm. by Dennis and Riley and others. Others, mm-hmm. right? Okay. And so yeah. they're they're very much like kind of stepping away from this. Like, but how? But how am I gonna? What am I gonna balance? What am I gonna generate self worth with if I can't <laughs> yeah. get numbers? <laughs> Why don't you, you validate right. me? Twitch, Twitch, Twitch subs. Yeah. That's well, what happens if what happens if Twitch goes watched by a few people, watched by many people? It's like, no, I need, I need the, I need the data. 
You need the graph. I, mean, I need the graph. You know, That's Twitch, it. Twitch kind of does this too now. If you actually go into people's profiles, like there, they used to be a thing where you logged into a person's profile and like the first thing you would see was their follower count. Mm. You don't see that mm. anymore. There's obviously no, a bunch I, of ways to find it, but mm. it's not one of the first things that you see when someone's live. So I think a lot of social media platforms have also been trying to kind of like separate a little bit the just value as in numbers sort of thing. Mm. But I also agree with what you're saying, Riley, that I think a lot of uh, products that are just pushed by influencers now are almost like it, 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 th- that might not be the, the best way to be pushing. It's just products so transparent that that's the only reason. Like, like if, if I if I'm doing like influencer stuff for Channel Fireball, at least it's believable because people know that I like magic and I like magic cards. But if I started selling face cream, people would be like, "What? Why?" Yeah, it's like how big was yeah, the check? Or like if you started se- if you started something like like supplement shakes or yeah. like exactly i do actually quite like Huel, or like security software you i know, do stuff quite like that. all right i do quite like Huel, and i still use kaspersky i mean i'm not even sponsored by kaspersky anymore and i still bloody use them so they got a, they got a customer out of me um no heel bars are pretty good i do like i'll have i got heel bars right here man you want to show i got heel bars right here and over there i, I mean having having heel bars makes it like you should really if you like them you should have none i they, they did send me a lot Really? They did send me a lot. They're very filling. <laughs> they, they do fill you right up. Anyway, we've got a question here from Police Bud Marbles who asks, that didn't work. I thought that was going to sound like Luis Scott Vargas. I tried to make it sound like him. I tried to just police do a humorous. Bud- yeah, police, 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 police Bud Marbles. <laughs> it, it kind of has, like, it's got the, it kind of rhymes. Luis Scott Vargas, Police it Bud Marbles. It doesn't rhyme. It's got the same, like, Louis, Okay, Luis Bud Marbles. Police, police, police yeah, it works. It doesn't. I guess. Anyway, police Bud Marbles asks, kind of raising the curtain a little bit too high here, Louise. Genius or Grifter using a Q and A episode to make your fans generate content for you. I mean, (laughs) genius, pure, busted. Seventy-one episodes of Equity. Was there was there ever a question about whether or not this was genius or not? It's just. I guess it's genius and Grifter. This is part of how I pitched you on the podcast, Riley. You were like, what are you going to talk about every week? And I was like, da, 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 don't worry about it. We, we let other people uh, <laughs> we'll, decide uh, that. We'll let other people figure that out. No, I, I love I love Q&A episodes. I mean, we used to do them on Magic FM whenever there was no news. It was like, mm. well, there were, because we would just talk about like the weekly stuff that happened during the right. week. And, and, if there, and, and there has been plenty of weeks where I was like, wow, nothing remotely interesting happened in the Magic community this week. All right, it's time for a Q&A episode. Yep. Yeah, it's a little freebie. A little yeah. freebie. And there was I did that fun. one time... Uh, I did that time one one time. Dennis couldn't make an episode. I don't know what I don't know what his excuse was. Something weak, I assume. I had to play League of Legends, but I just did a an AMA episode. I just got a bunch of people like, all right, ask me anything. I, solo, I said, yeah. I, I did a solo episode of me just answering people's questions. It was great. I wonder, if, it's, a- I wonder if it says why I was away. I'm thinking I'm going to look it up because I think the description might actually say why. it might it might be in the description. In the meantime, while we're talking about LSV here, uh, Joe wants to know what's your best or favorite way to troll LSV. You have unparalleled access to one of the world's pr- to, to the king of the trolls. So I imagine you probably have to uh, you probably have to try to even the ledger a little bit here because oh, it's oh man because it's very much LSV against the world when it comes to trolling. He'll go after anyone at any at any time. So what what do you do to to even the score a little bit? It's funny because I don't think there's like a best or favorite way to do it as much as it's like finding any little opportunity to like do the thing you know um mm. it's it's also funny because like just like Luis does on his online persona and like the way he interacts with people online that's just exactly the same way he interacts with people in person mm-hmm. um so his daughter one thing naya who's oh, four and a half she's gotten so good at being able to tell when like 
he's just like messing with her and stuff because he'll yeah. always be pretending to put like hot spicy peppers in her food because she doesn't like spicy food, right? Um, so I think a lot of it is just finding any little opportunity to like try to get that jab in there if it's available because if he dishes so much that he has to be willing to like take it back and he's this, very, he's very good at rolling with it. This is something that I wanted to say. Like Luis is not one of those. I mean, I don't know him as well as, as either of you two, but my impression of him is he's 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 one of those people who can take it as well as dishing it out, right? Yes. And there's nothing worse than someone who dishes it out without being able to take it themselves. And Luis is definitely not like that. No, not at all. Yeah. But I've got to. I, I want to know, like, sort of to supplement this question: Is his guard always up? Like, is he always ready? You know, is is is, is, is like, he knows that he's got like heavy you know heavy rests the crown he knows that he's the king of trolling he knows he's got to be what he's got to be watching for troll assassins around every corner right like is he is he always on his guard yeah i think so i i think when you just dish out as much as you do you like you know you're gonna get some amount back it's gonna Mm. happen all Mm. the time um I, i do think that like one of the best things is the fact that he just does take it so well so you almost never, like, I have never ever felt like I was going to make a jab at him that he wasn't going to be okay with or whatever. Mm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I, I think that's the cool thing about somebody who just dishes it out, but is also willing to to get it in return is they just, they have to roll with the punches. <laughs> I guess one of the problems with this question, like best or favorite way to troll LSV, it's, you're not going to get one that works twice a lot of the time. Yes, that's also true. Uh, Luis yeah. actually got us so good yesterday. Oh, really? Yeah, Naya was expecting a body pillow. She had got this like pink body pillow and she was very excited for it. And so th- we thought that the package showed up because somebody showed up at our door. So he comes out, he comes back in and he's like, oh no, the package didn't come. It was just this other small package with, I think there were some vitamins in there with like vitamins. Mm. And we're both like, oh, that's a shame. And then he turns around and he's like, and eh, this giant package with a pillow. So it's always stupid things like that. It's just like yeah. little I things. thought it was going to be the other way where it would be like, hey, now your package arrived. Really? No, it's vitamins. Ah. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. No. Oh, dear. Yeah. <laughs> You have to have the positive ending. Yeah, that, that, was that, was that was like that, Yes, that one was on the up and up. It was very cute. She was then very excited that her pink body pillow showed up. Right. That's very cool. Oh man, yeah. I don't think I could go like ten rounds in the in the troll ring with t- with LSV. Oh no way, no way. I yeah, here's the question: Could you go in with PSM? What's PSM? Police Spud Marbles. Police Spud <laughs> Marbles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Police Spud Marbles. I think it's good. I, I'm going to try to make that one work. All right, Dennis. Here's for the next question. We got we got a pair of questions that where Gabby, you're going to have to make a choice here, mate. You are going to have to make a choice. Dennis, hit us with the first one. Uh, these are intended to sow dissent, I mm. think. So Niadam mm. asks, if you, if you had to replace Marshy as a co-host for your podcast, would you choose Riley or Dennis, and why? You must answer. Chun chun chun. Mashi, I won't be offended. I won't be offended if you pick Riley. I won't be offended for even a second. Mashi actually weighed in on this question on Twitter, and he was like, "What are you guys talking about? She'd obviously pick Julie." And I was like, "Yes, obviously, that's the right answer." <laughs> okay, that's the diplomatic off ramp that you would take if we were going to let you, but no, not today. Riley's not letting it go. Oh I, my god, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to choose. Hope. Gabby, I genuinely, you, you, I genuinely don't care. Riley is a content creator and is a bigger volunteer. You should just pick oh, Riley. Obviously, Dennis I would is- pick Riley. Riley knows how to produce. Thank you, how? Thank you very much. Dare Hi, thank you. you very much. See? Thank you very much. Oh, I can't believe it. I, I mean, it, it's it's a very clear cut. And how you know what? I, I commend I commend your I commend your honesty, Gabby. Honestly, you could have come in here. You could have tried to protect Dennis's feelings. <laughs> it's not worth it. I appreciate. Oh, look, it's good. It's good to get a. It's good. To, it's good to meet someone with the courage to give the people a a, a clean a clean yeah, answer. Eat it, 
Yo, I, I am on the side of Magic FM where I'm the one that's cutting it up and editing the episodes and then doing it in post. The blah, blah, that's blah, blah, true. Blah, obviously go with Riley. <laughs> yeah, you, Share you, are, the you are the you are the Riley of 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 Magic, of Magic FM. I, I'm the Gabby of, of <laughs> the, Magic The FM. fact that you two have lumped me lumped me in, whatever about not picking me, the fact that you two have now lumped me in with Mashi has deeply insulted me. <laughs> <laughs> that's Mutton. Mashi's a pretty good dude. Okay, all right. <laughs> the other question, other question comes from other question comes from Juan, who we all know and love. You can send a message back in time to your younger self, but either Riley or Dennis has to deliver it. What is the message, and who do you send? Oh gonna trust? my gosh! Who that... are you going to trust? Who who are you going to send back in time to to meet with former Gooby and say, "Hey, listen, I got an important message." Oh man! I'm... Well, this the, the question has to be how far back in time? Because like, is this like? Because I think I've known. I don't know which one of us has known Gabby longer. I think you probably I, know, I know exactly when I met Gabby. We met at Pro Tour, I can tell right? you, I, I can, no, no, it wasn't. It was at the, it was in Seattle at that theater when we had that coverage conference. Oh, that's where we met? That's where we met. That was the first wow, time we'd met. Yeah. that's so long oh, ago. Oh, no. Sad prom date, Dennis. I was also at that event. Just as a guest. Really? No, you, what? No, 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 nobody was yes. there. This was the, this is the no, content coverage summit this is a, thing. This is a problem. Oh, they just had it in the same theater? Why would they do that? They had a, I, they probably got a working relationship with them and they use it for stuff like this. They, um, yeah, where, it was in Fremont? It no, was, that's in Las Vegas. It was in where? Vegas. It's the Paramount. No, yeah. it was the place where they do the naked bike ride every year. Yeah, I don't Seattle. remember the name. It was. Oh, then it's not even the right theater. The, my bad. The, I had this vision of you guys at the conference and me like at the window, like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> just like knocking it. outside. Oh, yeah, yeah. it's nice raining. Though. I mean, it's Seattle. That's viable. <laughs> no, so it was 2016. Uh, same year. It, it was 2016. It was. It was the first time I met Maria. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, it was the first time I met Gabby. We I, we had like a professional like theater coach come in and talk to us about like techniques that sort of stuff and improv and stuff do you yeah. how was that you, uh, was, okay. the first day the first day was good like it was interesting and we got some stuff out of it the second day you could tell it was kind of stretching yeah <laughs> the, the other stretching. thing that was really weird about this event is that people found out that this event was happening and people were so mad i don't even really yeah. remember why they were so mad do you remember riley uh, they, i remember this were, like it, blowing up on reddit for no reason they were upset because uh other commentators who didn't work for Watsy were uh, weren't invited. So Patrick mm. Sullivan, um, uh, Cedric Phillips, you know, the, the, why the, would they invite them? To, that doesn't make any sense. Because, okay. So the headline wasn't Wizards of the Coast coverage team conference. It was coverage conference, right? Oh, so oh they yeah, were like, that's well, they're worse. not inviting, they're not inviting the main, well, no, no, it's not like, it's not like what's he market. It was a private, it was a, it was an event for contracted employees. Like it was a training event. It was a training, it was a training event, right? And we got brought together. We got told a bunch of stuff that was like proprietary, right? Mm-hmm. Um, about coverage plans, about like all sorts of stuff there, like that. It would have been like weird. Yes, that's for, why I was like, "Why are people mad?" But now but, I get but of it, course, yeah. people on Reddit, the the headline was, "Oh, you know, they've got the the coverage team. They're doing they're doing a thing for for magic coverage, not Watsy coverage." You know, they had like the PT, the GP teams there. They didn't have SCG. And right. I don't know, whoever I, else. I remember thinking that it was. I mean, I, I the title of the conference was bad, but I remember also thinking that the the controversy around it was just so ridiculous. 
I mean, that's yeah. And then it never happened again. It was supposed to be. It was supposed to happen on a more recurring basis to kind of give more training to to the coverage Mm -hmm. folks that work for Wizards, and it just never happened again. It was like back in 2016 or something. One of the things that was trying to overcome is the disconnect between was the disconnect between the EU and the. NA teams and it did that to an extent right like it got it brought us on on board it actually aligned the two teams uh in a number of ways when it came to like practices right and and a lot of the tech staff did work that we weren't privy to like because we were doing our um improv stuff or whatever we're doing our theater training theater training um that yes they got a bunch of stuff like okay well now we're all doing it the same way, so if we have to bring someone out from North America. We have to bring someone out from the EU, right? We'll all know how we're all doing it the same. We're all doing the the same show the same way, so that right. makes sense. Right. But- if you have to go, if you have to go cover an event in Vegas, or if Marshall has to fly to Prague or whatever, yeah. it's fine. It's like we know what we're going to do. Uh, well, not so much them, but like more the the technical staff, right? Like more the directors right. and stuff. But um, yeah, that was the first time I I, I ever met Gabby. It was the first time I met Maria. It was the first time I met like. Bunch of people. Bunch of actually. people. I remember meeting a bunch yeah. of people for the first time there as well. It was a good conference. Yeah. It, you know, too bad that it was such such a dramatic thing that it happened. Yeah, I didn't really buy into that that stuff. It very was much. it was all very stupid. Um, um I, I, <laughs> I don't know if you remember, but we went out for dinner. Right, we went to this nice place in Seattle, this downstairs sort of place to dinner, and Eternal Masters had just come out. Right. So obviously, like we all got a bunch of packs for Eternal Masters, and then everyone sat around drafting, and so I got my packs. And it was 4.30 in the morning, according to my body, because right. I'd just flown from Germany. I'm like, I'm going to go to bed and I'll draft these packs later. I've still got the packs. I've still got them. What? what? I've still got the packs in a box behind me, dude. You haven't in, opened them? A, I haven't, of course I haven't what, opened them. What, what kind of self-control like, is this? <laughs> I just, I have a box of unopened packs that I haven't done anything with here. Wow. I'll open up channelfiber.com, U-Box we buy. Coupon code night. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, still got them. Still got the packs. That's really sweet. Yeah, that, that, um, that event was cool. Anyway, you have to send a message back oh, to... Oh, yeah. Which of you two is more capable of sending the message uh, invest in Apple? How, how far... How, how, or like buy Bitcoin, buy right? Buy Bitcoin. <laughs> invest in Tesla. <laughs> I mean, you can go back as far as you want. So you go back towards towards the beginning of that, like that bubble. Mm-hmm. All right. And who are you? Who are you? Who are you? Trusting? Here's the thing, though. Even if, even if, if two years ago, Riley had come to you being like, hey, Gabby... I don't even like. I'm from the future. Mm. You should buy Bitcoin. There's no way you buy Bitcoin. <laughs> oh, no, no. Two, two, I think two years ago, maybe like two years ago, Gabby and I like. I think I think if we push back like five years, maybe I'd be like, why is Riley telling me? this? I'd be like, like, this is so weird. Why is Riley talking to me about Bitcoin? Exactly, because <laughs> no, right? it'd be like, because you'd be like, hey, Gabby. So like, eventually things go like you know we were talking at Magic Fest Las Vegas, and now there's no events anywhere, and there's a big virus, and everybody stays at home all the time, that, and the man. world is totally different. I don't look like, that I'm different. Any of this. I don't look I, that different. I haven't aged much. I would go back and be like, hey man, how's you how's going? How's your weekend? That sort of stuff. You pre- you, would you? pretend to be present i would pretend to be present riley oh wow i would pretend i would find a time where well first of all i'd go back and say to myself i'd go listen right you really need to get on the hair loss stuff because it's gonna get real bad okay (laughs) and then i'd find (laughs) gabby and i'd be like hey how's your week oh i'd also give me your clothes so it looks like i'm you know in because otherwise i'd be in like my hoodie and and trackies and gabby like aren't you doing coverage yeah don't worry about that and I'd go to her and I'd say, hey, you know, we just bit a small talk. Oh, good. Yeah, you're doing well. Okay. By the way, man, I don't know if you heard of this Bitcoin thing, but I'll tell you this. Whew, it's blowing up. It's blowing up. I've made like $10,000. There $10, is no 000. way 
I would incept her, dude. I would incept her. That would be so sweet. What would you do, Dennis, if I sent you back? Yeah, Dennis, still okay. You would you actually say you're from the future? Let me think about this for a second. Now I need you. So here, I need you to like tell me something about yourself that only you know, so that I so that I can go back and be like, oh, this is like a this is like the show me the signet ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. if, if I if, if I were to go back to talk to myself, I'd be like, "All right, Dennis, look, your birthday's this, your your pin code's this, your phone number's this. I'm you. Here we go. Ba 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 ba. I'm from the future. Ba 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 ba. But you need to be able to prove that I that future me spoke to you and you've come back. Exactly. Exactly. Because then I'm then Gabby's just delivering a message to herself through me. But then it's three words. It has to be something that is like that, and it's three words too, right? Does that should be three words? No, no. The message can be whatever. The message, like, there's, there's no. Oh, according to Juan, there's no length. Oh, like, there's you're no, right. I, I thought for some reason yeah. it had to be three words. That's why I was no, like, no, invest no. in. Tesla. In- invest in. Tesla. Well, we, get, we get, we get what we get one code word, and then it can be buy Bitcoin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I don't even know. I think that'd be my tact. Yeah, I, I like, I like. You know what? I'm gonna choose Dennis. I like the Dennis. Oh, strategy. get out! <laughs> get out of town. That's it's so good. I, he would, he would know something that only he would know if I told him. I don't even know what that would be. Yeah. I'd have to think about it. But yeah, yeah it, it, it has to be like, like Rosebud yes. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, we need, you need to, Gabby needs to find like her specific phrase code. This is something I think we all should do right now, right? All of us should have chinchilla. Chinchilla. All of us should have. You don't obviously you don't tell anyone this, right? But everyone right now is listening to this podcast, including you two, Dennis and Gabby. Think of what your code word is right now. You need to do it today because if future you walks through the door. And says that word, right? You know it's then for real. Then you know it's genuine. <laughs> and if someone comes up and and, say, and, and doesn't say the thing, you know that because you've thought of your word already. This is great, Ryder. You're gonna have to get the bleep button out. You ready for no, this? No, oh, don't let me do all editing work, please. No. <laughs> so there's there's a bit. I can't remember what comedian does it about like teaching your kid like a code phrase so that if like. Let's say, like, I can't go pick up my kid and Gabby has to go pick them yes. up so that they know Gabby knows me and is not trying to abduct mm-hmm. yeah. or whatever, right? So, you know, like, oh, you know, you always say, like, banana or whatever. Mm. And the best, apparently, like, the bit is how the best word to teach your kid as the code word is mother <laughs> Because no, no passing adult trying to abduct your kid is going to be like, what's the code word? And the kid's going to go mother there's no way that that's going to be the ge- like the guess. It's ironclad. Wow. That's actually <sighs> really smart. Yeah. That's, I mean, it's annoying that I have to do a bunch of editing that I wouldn't have had to do otherwise. What's the timestamp now on the recording? 59, 59 in, give 59, or take. 59.04 or something. Thanks, Dennis. Anyway. <laughs> Anytime, bucko. Um, all right. Well, Dennis, I guess we split the difference at one and one. I think that was a diplomatic. I think Gabby did make. Really, no. I, I legitimately think that Dennis's strategy. I would believe it. I, like, because I would never really believe someone's coming from the future, but with like a, a special keyword, I'd be like, "Oh, this sounds like maybe this is more plausible. This has legs. Maybe I should mm-hmm. invest in this mm-hmm. Bitcoin." <laughs> It would have to. It would have to be like your mother's maiden name, or yeah. like the name of your first boyfriend or first, yeah. first pet, or something. Yeah. Straight you grew up on. What are those, by the way, Gabby? Do you want to just tell us now? Like, the, <laughs> yeah, you know, like just, hometown. I saw your and, you know, know your last three digits of your credit card yeah. and your phone number. That's a good one as well. That's a yeah, good one. That's a really good one. Yeah, maybe if you want to tell us it's just a safekeeping. Yeah. We can uh, we can do that. Um, we didn't dox anyone on this episode, Dennis. We nearly doxed we- Gabby, but we didn't. 
Uh, we will get there. I mean, do- we, I could probably figure out where police spot marbles lives. <laughs> doxing doxing uh, is a big part of, of smart. I tend to dox people that I went to primary school with. Right, whenever I tell the story, so I'd be like, oh, you know, I was, you know, when I was growing up, my friend Simon, Riley will say, when I was living in Melbourne on this street, my friend Simon Lawler, whose Simon name was Penny. this, 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 like, <laughs> Simon, Simon Penny was. Is this my, a real person? Simon Penny was my friend from high school, from primary school. Yeah, he was, he, was the, he was the cool kid who could do kickflips on a skateboard. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, and if was, you could describe him for like a police sketch, I would. That, how would that go? Uh, so he's about poor. Geez, one meter, one, uh, a meter and a half, maybe one sixty centimeters. Got a bowl haircut. He dresses in like a sort of baggy skate early two thousand clothes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> frozen Simon, in time. He did try. He- he tried to get me to buy Tesla stocks one time when I was I just, like 14. It was really he, weird. he came up with a bunch of like gobbledygook I didn't understand and then told me that. Simon used to call his parents by their first name. Really? That's weird. That's so weird. weird. Strange. Yeah. Claire and... <laughs> the the I... doxing continues. Peter? I think it was Peter. Claire and Peter Penny, mother of Simon Penny. <laughs> yeah. Penny. P-I-N-N-E-Y. Penny. Penny. Yeah. Oh, they wow. lived in... They lived in, I think they lived in Footscray? I'm not sure. I wonder how he's doing. He was really nice to me. He was a cool kid and he was nice to me. I was a huge nerd. And Simon always had time for me. Which I bet really I can nice. find him. Hang on. I bet we can find him. <laughs> Let's try to find Simon Penny. Anyway, if while we- while Dennis is busy doxing um, Simon Penny from primary school, I'm glad we did hit the, the doxing quota for this episode. Gabby, I want to say thank you very much for coming on our dumb podcast. It's been really fun to hang out with you and chat. Yeah, this this is this has been awesome. I, I, I'm glad that you guys finally lower your standards enough to have me on. <laughs> I'm not sure. I mean, truthfully, do you know what the weirdest part is? I thought we'd had you on. Oh, really? Yes. Do you know what? Ronnie and I argued about this. Yeah. So I was like, we need more guests. And Dennis, like, all right, who, 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 who we got? We like, we got some people that we're, you know, we're, we're going to message and some other people we want to chat with that sort of stuff. And I was like, um, or did it Gabby, right? And Dennis, like, we've already had Gabby. I was like, what? He goes, I guess we can have her again. I'm like, we haven't had Gabby on the show. Are you thinking of Mushy? And he goes, didn't we have Gabby? I'm like, no, dude. You I and I have sworn. both been on Magic FM at separate times. Like, we've both been on podcasts with Gabby. She's never been ours. And and Dan's like, I'm sure we've had. I'm like, we, dude, we haven't. I've edited every single episode. I, I would trust you. I would know. Yeah, that's amazing. And it, it, like, I ha- have we at this point had everyone on each other's podcast now? I think this completes it. Because I, I think, think was on Magic was FM. Here, you were on Magic FM, and Riley was on Magic. That's probably what I'm thinking yeah. about. Yeah. This yeah. is every single. So we, we've this completed every, the we've completed the circle. The only way we could expand on this is if we did them uh, as four, as if like if we had both you two yeah. on this one, and we both. But uh, apart from that, or yeah. or as different too, is if Mashi and I did this, and you and Gabby did Magic FM, for example. Yeah, yeah, we should yeah. do that. We should do a host swap. We I would actually like to do a host swap with it. It doesn't have to be Magic FM, but yeah, that would be fun. Yeah, that's All an right. interesting concept for sure. Excellent. All right, Dennis, did you find Simon Penny? Uh Nothing come up so far. No. Okay, I, I can I can pay eighty bucks on this weird website to guarantee someone will find him within okay. ten days. I don't know how necessary that is. <laughs> I, I don't know if the if the smart the coupon code smart money is going to cover that. But um, no, Gabby, look, thanks very much for coming on, mate. It really was excellent, and thank you to everyone who sent in questions. I'm sorry we didn't get to all of them, um, but uh, thanks to everyone who uh, who submitted questions. It really was um it, w- it was wonderful to to you know have a chat about some of the stuff that people ask and some really interesting questions as well. Um, Gabby, have you got stuff that you want to plug? You've got, you're still, you're still streaming, right? Yeah, I do. I've been streaming twice a week, uh, usually on like Wednesdays and Fridays in like the afternoon specific times is when I've mm. been streaming. Um, so if you want to find me there, that's on twitch.tv slash Gabby Sparts. Um, and honestly, if you ever want to ask me a question or like get in hold, get a touch, but get in touch with me, 
Um, Twitter's the easiest way by far, and that's just twitter.com slash Gabby Sparks. All right. Well, thank you to Gabby. Thank you to Channel Fireball for sponsoring this dumb uh, program. Thank you to our other sponsors, of course, Maddie and Hal Drystone Walling, because they're called Maddie and Hal and because they do dry stone walls. Uh, Maddie and Hal, uh, a sneak peek, right? This, we, this actually, we didn't have time for this today. Dennis, there's a special offer coming the way what? to Scrimey River listeners. Exclusive Scrimey River listeners only offer coming next week. Stay tuned oh my because God. Maddie and Hal Dry Walls, an exclusive offer only for listeners of this show coming up next week. So be sure to, uh, be sure not to miss that. Thank you to Joachim Karad as well for the uh, theme music to this dumb podcast, Shine. Joachim, uh, great to have you on board. Uh, as ever, it's very With much no one. consent from you at all. <laughs> one. Well, no implicit consent. He says you can use it. Yes, <laughs> but like we didn't like. Great to have you on board. Feels like a stretch. I was, I was feeling, man. I was, I wasn't sure what I was, where I was going with that one. But um, all right, okay, whatever. Say the line, Bart. Gabby, do you want to tell the cheese bags to stay fresh? <laughs> I'll let you do the honors, Dennis. If you do. All right, stay fresh, cheese bags. <laughs> <laughs>